Hi, I'm PJ Horosco, and I'm here with best-selling author Giles Milton. Hi, Giles. Hi there, PJ. And this is Unknown History, a podcast full of quirky tales from the past which will help you pretend you paid attention in history class. I was fascinated by the story in which a man survives the sinking of the Titanic because of all the whiskey he drank. Let's hear more. Yeah, this is an extraordinary story, PJ. It's the story of Charles Jockin, who is the chief baker on the Titanic. And um, he actually was in bed when the Titanic hit an iceberg. He realised, um, he rushed up to the bridge, discovered that there was, there was a disaster in the making. And he knew that there were not enough lifeboats on board the Titanic um, for all of the people on the ship. And he knew that him, as a lowly baker on the ship, he was not going to be rescued. He was not going to be one of those in the lifeboats. What do you do in a situation like that? Well, he went down to his room and drank a large quantity of whiskey with the idea he's going to end up in the sea. He might as well end it all very quickly uh, and not terribly soberly. He drinks his whiskey. The ship goes down. Some people get into the rescue boats, but he gets into the water. He should have died. You know, he's in water that is um, two degrees below freezing. He's drunk um, up to what some people say, two bottles of whiskey. This should have triggered hypothermia. In any normal person, this would trigger hypothermia. And yet, for some reason, Charles Jockin survives for up to four hours in this freezing seawater. You know, is he some biological freak of nature? Um, We don't really know the answer, but what we could surmise a couple of things. He was wearing uh, numerous layers of clothes, which might have helped protect some of that body heat. And he was wearing one of these new life jackets, which kept his head above the water at all times. So these two factors, it seems, um, helped to keep him alive for four hours in freezing seawater. It seems strange to me that the alcohol seemed to actually fortify him against the freezing cold water when, in my understanding, alcohol actually constricts your blood vessels. Yes, several bottles of whiskey in your system. It's not a good idea, not recommended when you're about to land in freezing seawater for four hours. Um, And as I say, we just don't really know why, um, how he managed to stay alive, except for the fact that he was wearing um, these layers of clothing and this special life vest that kept his head above water. So in other words, if I wanted to do the polar bear challenge at Coney Island, that I shouldn't down uh, a couple bottles of whiskey beforehand to, you know, give me a leg up? I'm not sure I'd entirely recommend drinking two bottles of whiskey before getting into freezing water, no. (laughs) All right, noted. You know, in the movie version of the Titanic, the boat's creator says that he didn't make enough lifeboats because it would look ugly on the boat's deck. Do you know if that's actually the real reason behind it? I'm not sure that is the real reason. I think the real reason was the fact, you know, much vaunted fact that the Titanic was unsinkable and therefore there was simply no reason to have a whole load of lifeboats. They were not going to be needed. Um, so, yeah, there were there were lifeboats for uh, less than half the people on board that ship. Um, and of course, uh, when it did go down, that meant that half of them were going to end up in the sea. Um, there's an interesting fact about the unsinkable nature of the Titanic. It had been built in compartments with the idea that if a hole was punched into the ship, like the iceberg did, one compartment would fill with water, but then the rest would, would be completely watertight. Unfortunately, there was a design flaw 
one compartment filled with water, the ship tipped downwards a bit, filling another one with water, which pulled it down even more, filling another one with water. And so the actual, this, this great design, uh, much heralded design, was actually um, to, to, to doom the ship. It, it was doomed to sink once one or two of those watertight compartments had been split open. You know, my last question is simple. Uh, How did you find out about this guy? Well, you know, when the, when the ship had gone down, when the rescuers had been rescued, there was a huge inquiry um, to find out what had actually happened, not least because there were massive insurance claims. You know, these were very, very wealthy people who'd, who'd been killed in this disaster. And so they tried to find out what went wrong. And this story of um, Charles Jockin was um, largely taken from this inquiry, where, interestingly, um, he... Uh, the amount of whiskey that he drank is disputed. He clearly didn't want to say just how much he drank. So he said, oh, it was probably just a glass or two to the official inquiry. But other people say, no, he drank a lot more than that. <laughs> you never really think about that when you think about the story of the Titanic, its aftermath and all of the sort of mess that it must have created in terms of the insurance and, you know, these uh, massively rich titled families that all went down with the ship. And, and you know, PJ, it wasn't just um, people claiming insurance on their loved ones, but they were actually claiming insurance on their pets as well. So pet dogs and pet cats that they'd been taking with them on the Titanic. They were claiming enormous amounts of money for the loss of their beloved pets. Thanks, Giles. For more quirky history tales like this one, check out Giles' newest book, When Hitler Took Cocaine and Lenin Lost His Brain, available now at all book retailers. You can listen to more Unknown History on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or quickanddirtytips.com.